I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And, and we, we are, are Between, Between the, the Jays. And we're already into the month of November. I cannot believe it. We are. My husband just informed me that they're bringing the Christmas decorations to my house today. How uh, exciting for you. How lovely that is. <laughs> we don't decorate. This is actually a controversy at our house. We don't decorate until after Thanksgiving. And we that's have to way, wait for Aiden and Brock's yeah, birthday to be over, too. Right. Well, and I've always thought that's the way it's supposed to be. But not at my house. But, but have you I not did decorate know- for Halloween, and I had so much fun. You did. You had some good-looking decorations mm-hmm. at Halloween. Have you not noticed the giant inflatables near downtown Noonan? I have. Yeah, they went up before Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They so, did. Yeah, everyone's getting into the street. And the LaGrange Street Bridge is decorated with like garland and red mm-hmm. bows mm-hmm. and the Sal Beatty Bridge. So they're starting to really get festive around town. Well, it's just one of the great things that starts to happen toward the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, it is also the week of Veterans Day. Yes. Thank and, you to our veterans. Yep. And um, there is always the event that is down in Veterans Park um, downtown yeah. as I well. I haven't heard if there's a parade. I know at one they had a yeah. So. They have in the past. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is one. Yep. Um, just an upcoming member or member, upcoming guest we're going to have on the podcast. We are going to have Steve Quisenberry, yes. former history teacher mm-hmm. at Noonan High School. He's written a book and we'll yeah, be talking and, about know, that. That history department at Noonan High School is fabulous when it comes to the veterans relationship and just really making the kids aware and educating them on the veterans mm-hmm. they had they used to have and i'm sure they probably implemented again a veterans program where a student adopts mm-hmm. a veteran writes some cards birth you know they just it's just fabulous is all i can say about it and it continues to be and i think it's so important to educate the kids coming up about the military and veterans and well, they're still doing that program because Brock is in the Vietnam class right now, and they, they all adopted a vet, so they still have that going on. Um, also going on this month, we have a Sip and See in downtown Noonan coming up, and I want to say it's on the 18th, if I can read this. It's on the 18th, <laughs> which is a Friday, and the Noonan Theater Company will be doing uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. I, I understand they do, do fabulous um, plays there, mm-hmm. so I'm planning to go check some out soon. Maybe if I go at Christmas, it'll put me in the festive spirit. In the holiday spirit. Yeah. Uh, so really quick before we get to our guest, um, real estate is continues to be interesting with our interest rates. Yes. Tipping into the 7% range. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, it's it's an election year. You know, people ask me, how's the market? Well, I just got an offer on one of my listings this morning. I was like, oh, good. It wasn't a 24, 48-hour process. You know, it was over 30 days, but we're getting back to that market. And um, that particular home had an assumable mortgage. So if someone has a mortgage on their house at a 2.75 and it's assumable, then you can assume what the balance is and then do like a second mortgage to get creative. So there's a lot of creative ways in this market to kind of overcome and move forward because people are still going to move. They're going to relocate. Um, Like we talked about this morning, if anyone is relocating, we had a relocation class this morning. So, you know, if someone has a relative that's like moving to California that needs a real estate agent, then we can take care of that process and provide that as a service to say, so that you don't have to go and search, 
you know, we just got like, what, 1,500 agents in our Mm -hmm. network. In our network, yes. So it's just, you know, I need to start doing more of that because we can just refer that business out, make sure they're taken care of, and then have them an agent. They don't have to get out there and worry about who should I use. You know, is the personality going to work? Because face it, not everyone's personality is going to get along. So you kind of have to listen to what that person might be looking for. And I like, too, that when we do, and I've done this before when I've um, referred out actually my best friend from high school to help them sell their house in Arizona and buy one in Florida. What I liked is I had a chance to actually talk to the agent and I was able to say, look, this is my very best friend. This is like referring a sister to you. These are all the things you need to know about her family. These are the things you need to know so that Mm -hmm. you're really making sure that you're giving a good fit, like you said. Well, and it's just a matter of us programming ourselves because, you know, I was just thinking, I had a cousin that just moved to Colorado and I didn't think about it. And, you know, he's already moved and closed and I could right. have found his agent. And, you know, you just are like, why didn't I think of that? So it's a, it's going to be a new system, something to put in my radar for this year. So if anyone's looking to move out of state or buy a second home in another state, exactly. let us know because we can assist with your relocation process. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I was talking about with an agent in our office today, too, was the idea that even, what, six or seven months ago, we had people that were paying Fifty, hundred thousand mm-hmm. over on certain houses, right? And they were locked in. They had the interest rate that they had, which was a lower one. But now you can still go ahead buy your house. You're not having to pay as dramatically over. And when right. the interest rates go down, you can refinance. Right, exactly. So, so have to get creative. But you know, this too shall pass. <laughs> Well, yes. Okay, so as we were talking about things that are happening toward the end of the year, one of the things that always happens at the end of the year is it's open enrollment for insurance. And today we have Judith Swarney with us, um, Swarney and Associates. And we're going to talk a little bit about Medicare and what people need to know since it is open enrollment for Medicare. So, Judah, before we do that, can you explain for people what is the difference between Medicaid and Medicare? Because I think sometimes people get those two confused. Yeah, they (laughs) definitely do. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. But um, to answer that question, Medicare is uh, insurance coverage um, through the federal government that is specifically designed for those that are 65 or older or that those that meet specific uh, disability requirements. Um, But Medicaid, on the other hand, is a state program. Um, It's for uh, low-income households that can get some subsidies to help pay for their health care. So really, Medicaid can be taken advantage of any time. And then there are specific Medicare options for someone who's on Medicaid as they maybe age in or meet the requirements for Medicare. Okay. And why is it important every year for somebody to review their Medicare? Um, because things really change every year. Uh, new plans, new uh, the companies change their plans, update their plans annually. Um, things you're definitely going to want to make sure that haven't changed are your doctors and your prescriptions, making sure they're still covered under your current plan. But also, um, speaking about real estate, We see that Georgia as a state and Noonan as a community continues to grow as a retirement location, a desirable location for retirees. And Medicare is a way that the government can actually attract um, potential uh, move-ins, retirees. So as it grows as a retirement hub, the Medicare plans continue to improve along with that. So benefits are getting better and better. 
each and every year, it seems. So there's absolutely no reason why you wouldn't want to review your coverage. Make sure that you're not leaving either benefits on the table or able to reduce your costs. Um, this year is probably some of the biggest enhancements we've seen in many of the Medicare plans available, especially Medicare Advantage plans. So um, definitely worth taking a look at your Medicare coverage this year if you're on Medicare. Now, do you have, you were talking about the 55 and older in Coweta County becoming a retirement facility or, you know, just an area to retire. Do you have like stats and numbers that you get based off of, I mean, because I know we hear about that and I know every other development popping up is a 55 and older. So I didn't know if there was numbers that you received from somewhere that would state that. No, I don't have any specific insights mm-hmm. for you, but just like you, observation, mm-hmm. we, we yeah. see what's happening with the building, right. uh, 55 plus communities popping up everywhere um, and, and senior living centers. So we can just visually see just as, just yeah, as you can, just as we the can. trends yeah. that are occurring. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like, that's how we do our job. We have to know what's coming our direction. And for you, that's very beneficial to, to go figure out how to meet with those people and educate them on what they need to do differently. Yeah, and, and we can tell um, that Medicare is one thing that, that they do use to encourage retirement um, move-ins. Uh, if you look at Florida, Florida has been years ahead of the curve of, of Georgia just because of we all know of Florida as being a retirement hub. So they've really had incredible Medicare plans for a while. Georgia's catching up as they grow in the retirement community compared to other states that have uh, less retirees or less desirable to retirees, we see that their their benefits are not going to be as good. But Georgia is definitely improving and this year um, quite a bit. So I can remember when I worked in assisted living years ago, and even with my own grandfather, he also had, I'm, and I hope I'm saying this right, I think he had a supplement that went along with his Medicare coverage. Yeah, more than likely. Um, so there's, with the world of Medicare, there's four parts Part A, Part B, Part C, and Part D. Part A would be your hospital insurance, and Part B is going to be your medical insurance. So Part A covers hospitals, inpatient, outpatient, uh, short-term rehab afterwards. And then pretty much all your other medical expenses are going to fall under Part B. And then Part D for, for drugs, so your prescription drug plan would be Part D. And then there's, if you either go with original Medicare, mm-hmm. it would operate as a typical 80-20 plan, so you'd be responsible for 20% of the costs. And so that's no cap on that. So in a particularly bad health year, if you have major incidents where you uh, spend a good amount of time in the hospital, that 20% can add up. So people will take advantage of a supplement plan to be able to limit their risk and help pay for that 20% of costs. The other option is Medicare Advantage plans, um, which encompass all of your Medicare. They can include your prescription drug plans. And they operate as an 80-20 plan as well, but they have a maximum out-of-pocket associated so that they do have a cap on your medical costs. So, for example, if someone retired early, I'm just going to use my parents as an example. They retired in their 50s, their late 50s um, from teaching, and then they had the insurance that was covered under their um their teacher retirement, their pension. But then as they got closer to Medicare age, it's like they dropped off of one and then they went on to Medicare. Is that is yes. that typical what happens to people that have pensions, I guess? Yes, everyone has to go on Medicare 
um, either at 65 or if they work past 65 whenever they, they retire um, from their uh, either private plan or their group health plan. Um, a lot of people say, I really wish I could keep my health insurance the way it is. The Medicare transition process is one that no one wants to face because most people are unfamiliar about it, but that's, that's why we're here uh, to help people navigate and make that transition and make it as um, make it as comfortable and seamless as possible and help them understand uh, Medicare to at least have a working knowledge so that they can make a, a good informed decision for themselves. Yeah, I think the whole insurance process is challenging because my husband retired, but he is like a consultant, so he's keeping his insurance, and then he's like three years from Medicare, but then I'm behind him, so I'm still under his current plan, and I'm thinking okay, should I go ahead and get on my own plan or should I wait until he gets on Medicare and then find insurance then? Because I look at the different, you know, supposedly during Obamacare and everything coming out, it was supposed to be more affordable insurance. But then you look at the insurance now and you're going, my goodness, is this <laughs> going to come down or is it going to go up more? Should I go ahead and get insured now? So there's a lot of unanswered questions, you know, and I just kind of, coast through it, but I don't wait until it's too late and not make a good decision. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of a lot of questions. And, um, you know, we really focus on the Medicare stage. Mm -hmm. So 65 and beyond, or those that are enrolling in Medicare. Before that, it's it's it is very complicated. Uh, the, like you said, the process was supposed to be simplified. Um, it doesn't <laughs> always seem like it works that way. And, um, you know, some people can have really great costs on their their medical coverage but others like you said it, it doesn't seem as inexpensive as, as it was supposed I, I know to be, so. especially for self-employed people um so medicare if someone turns 65 and then they automatically become eligible going do they have to have a physical or something that says there's a different level like if you have someone that's already has bad health is that so pre-existing or how does that work you get guaranteed enrollment in in medicare and um, medicare advantage plans typically they don't have any um, health underwriting at any point so they can um, join a plan at any time and use these annual enrollment periods to switch their plans without having to worry about health eligibility um, if they went with a typical or, or more traditional um, supplement route they would have a guaranteed issue plan uh, right away when they first enroll in Medicare. And then after that, in order to make changes within a supplement plan, they would be subject to um, to health underwriting and eligibility. So what is the window that people can make those changes on their Medicare for, tw I guess, for 2023? So we are smack dab in the middle of that period right now. The annual enrollment period runs from October 15th through December 7th. So we're looking at just about a month from um, from now that um, beneficiaries, Medicare beneficiaries can continue to make changes to their plans. And um, maybe if, if we have a few minutes, I could share some of the some of the updates that have been happening, mm -hmm. especially on the Medicare Advantage front. So people yeah, absolutely. have a little bit of a knowledge before we even get into specific conversations about that. Um, but for the main one is co-pays are dropping. Um, Medicare Advantage plans operate on copays for the most part. So any reduction in copays is really going to improve uh, your cost of care. 
We're seeing a lot of $0 copays for primary care physician visits, so uh, no cost at all to visiting your primary care physician. And specialist copays are also dropping. Over the years, they've been anywhere from $30 to $40. Now we're seeing them decrease to $25. Some even have $0 to visit your specialist, so um, really helping keep those costs down. And then additionally, they used to charge more for in-net or out-of-network doctors. Mm-hmm. There used to be a different charge between in-network and out-of-network doctors. Um, those are mostly done away with or greatly reduced. So we're looking at similar, if not the same copays, whether it's in-network or out-of-network, which a lot of people are very, very happy about because now they can choose the doctor they want to go to without having to worry about a change in their, in their copays. That is always the frustration. Mm-hmm. I know with our dental plan that we have through my husband's work, our dentist decided to go no longer in network. And so we had to find a new dentist. We didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could have paid out of pocket the difference, but we didn't want to. Mm-hmm. So that's huge I know. to be able I to think pick. the medical industry is just ever-changing for sure. And, and Noonan um, tends to have, from what we've seen, a lot of, old school family dentistry that um, hasn't really embraced working with insurance companies. And a lot of people, we we want to use those dentists, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that we've been pillars in the community. Mm -hmm. We want to use them. We want to support them. But when we have to make a a decision for our, um, you know, dental plans, you know, it's very um, unfortunate that they, they haven't been part of the insurance networks very often. But um, just like Primary care physicians and specialists, dentists are also being, um, you can also choose your dentist out of network and apply your insurance to it as well now. That sounds like lots of improving. Yes. I, know. I didn't so, even think about Medicare having dental. Yeah, I didn't either. And they probably have, they have vision? Yes, they do have vision. <laughs> okay. Um, and those those benefits are also increasing in, in dollar amount, mm-hmm. um, especially on the dental front, dental uh, benefits are increasing with many giving up to $2,000 per year oh, wow. Medicare plans now. Okay. Well, so if anyone, I guess just give us your information because there may be some people out there that have questions and they don't know who to call. So tell us a little bit about your company and then just give them the information on how they can get in touch with you for additional questions. Absolutely. Yeah, we've, um, as as Jackie mentioned, uh, we're Swarney and Associates and our Medicare um, consultation is under a subsidiary of MediClarity, which is um, kind of self-explanatory in the name. We're trying to provide Medicare clarity. We've been doing this um, as a family business for 17 years. Uh, so we've, we see the plans and we've um, watched the progression of the plans over the years. So we are definitely happy to sit down with anyone who has any questions or just wants to review and make sure they're in the best spot for this upcoming, um, this upcoming Medicare season and next year's plans. So um, my name, once again, was Judah. And um, you can visit us at mediclarity.net is our website. And um, my phone number, if you want to contact me directly, is uh, 678-633-9786. So you can contact me directly um, at my phone number to set an appointment if you'd like to have your coverage reviewed or set an appointment on mediclarity.net, our website. And if you are listening to this a little bit, a um, few weeks later, make sure, though, the deadline is December 7th. 
That's a hard deadline, right? Yes, absolutely. So um, it's going to be a busy month for us. So go ahead and if you when you when you hear this, if you want to set an appointment, do so quickly because there's only a month left, mm -hmm. limited time. So our schedules are and, filling up, and everyone's known to procrastinate in some form or fashion. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's natural, but. When you have a hard deadline like that, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to lose the opportunity yeah. for sure. Well, I am Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we, we are, are Between, Between the Chase.